friends and art therapists. This is Yu Jung, and here on the Thirsty for Art podcast, we talk all about growing as art therapists and professionals and building our own online businesses. Welcome back, everyone. So today we will be talking about how I took steps to start my online art therapy business, and I'll also share what you might need to do to actually start your own business as well. So some of you guys know um, I shared this in my previous episode. I think episode twenty-seven. But in that episode, I talked about my transition from, you know, employee type of work and path to going into uh, this online entrepreneur path for myself and building my own online business, which is Thirsty for Art. And if you have listened to that episode, you'll know that it has been a transition. You know, I didn't go uh, from employee work to suddenly to having my own online business it was a slower transition and a long process i would say um i started from employee type of work i was doing like full-time work um and i did a lot of part-time work after that um and then i transitioned into freelancing so working uh, as an independent contractor with different organizations and at the same time I was doing this, I was putting out content online um, as as this name Thirsty for Art as a side hustle, almost like, like a side project. So I was building Thirsty for Art while at the same time freelancing and doing some part-time work as well. So it wasn't really like black and white kind of thing for me uh, when I went into doing my own online art therapy business. It was a quite a slower, gradual transition. So I will kind of share with you what steps I took, what that journey looked like in actually starting my own business. So I have to take you to that moment (laughs) Uh, when I actually really started uh, Thirsty for Art, my own business. So I remember that moment when I was driving back home from the last day of my workplace. Um, This was when I was doing some freelance, freelance type of work. And so with that freelance type of work, I was going to different organizations i was employed in different settings and so i was just driving back home from the last day of work this was my last day at the last workplace that i worked at this was the absolute last place that i was at and i was just in my car driving and was crying so hard tears just streaming down my face and i was feeling everything i was feeling all the emotion you know, I was feeling sad at first, a lot of grief and loss, um, and also joy, you know, joy that I am really starting this new adventure, new venture with Thirsty for Art. And I am banking on myself now. I am really just taking the reins, taking the driver's seat. <laughs> And I realized that there was no turning back from this point onwards. Right, that was the moment when I just 
committed myself 100% to my own business. And so up to that point, it took a lot of time for me to actually decide on doing my business 100%, putting my all into it. So I kind of think of that point in time as as when I really 100% went into my business and went full on into it. But of course, you know a little bit, if you know a little bit about what I did, is like I took baby steps along the way while I was freelancing. And so actually my online business thing started years back. So I'll take you all the way back <laughs> when I was doing full-time work. Um, this was when, when things kind of happened, like situations kind of like shifted. And this was when I actually began this whole process of transitioning. Okay. So while I was doing full-time work, um, I was doing like case management, social worker type of full-time position work. And um, I was able to kind of incorporate art therapy a little bit in that position. But in that full-time job, some things happened at the workplace. It was like a structural thing. And I had the opportunity to switch to part-time work. You know, at that time, it was almost like I was forced to switch into part-time work. Actually, uh, you could say that I lost full-time work, but when I think of it now, um, and also at the at that time too, a part of me thought that oh, this was an opportunity to actually like find work or do something that hundred percent aligns with my vision for art therapy work. So at that time, I was thinking and tinkering with the idea of making passive income online, uh, and I tried blogging. When I, you know, when I started to switch to part-time work and I started to blog and I did that two times, but it flopped. (laughs) It was just an experiment and they failed, basically. Um, The funny thing is when I think about it now, uh, it's almost like I didn't fail at it, but it's just that I gave up on it. Um... It was just an experiment. It was not a commitment, you see. So that's why they flopped. Um, I wasn't feeling aligned with my full-time work um, or with my work at that time since I was really dabbling into this like online stuff and having like multiple streams of income or having passive income. Um you know, so as I was doing that and exploring that idea, I was, I just took up that opportunity to do part-time work. And I did several part-time work at that point. But, you know, at that time and space, I was at a point where someone could pay me thousands of dollars a week to do full-time work. Or maybe even like someone could pay me like five figures a month to do full-time work, but I will still rather choose part-time work to do the side hustle, side project to make passive or multiple streams of income online. I knew that this full-time type of employment work was really not for me at that time. So 
that's where my mindset was at that time. And after a while of doing that part-time work, um, soon afterwards, I really began freelancing. So I transitioned into freelancing, which is different from, you know, employed part-time work because freelancing is like you're more like an independent contractor and you have a little bit more freedom and choice and you do get paid a little bit more per hour compared to of course part-time work um so when i did freelance type of work it was really a step up to getting closer to my online business when i was doing freelancing i came up with the goal for myself to really transition into online business so this was the point where i became more strategic about things i was really thinking about okay how can i make an online business or how can i really make income online how can i bring art therapy online things like that and uh, as i was you know putting out content you know that was the thing that i was just like i could do while i was while I was freelancing, right? Putting out content, uh, specifically YouTube videos. Um, I, yeah, I was accumulating these content and starting to really kind of create my online presence. Um, And then I realized that to actually earn a living, to actually have a business, you know, a business where I can really rely on to make income for me consistently month by month, I needed to launch my services, you know. When I think of it right now, it's like, duh. <laughs> you can't just like share content forever <laughs> and then think that that's going to make money. <laughs> um, and so uh, at that time, I had just had this like light bulb moment where I realized, oh, I really need to start and offer my services you know and do art therapy online because that's what i can do that's what i can provide for people i can do art therapy um guide people through it and so i learned that one-to-one services would become my ticket to full-time income and actually making thirsty for art a business so i figured out my offering I've researched, I've consulted with other people. I've learned how to actually launch my services so that I can have clients right away when I do launch it. Um, And this is actually something that I uh, share and guide you through within my one-on-one online art therapy business coaching program. Um, But so when I launched my services, I've been seeing clients ever since, you know, I knew how to launch it strategically and I already had things set up so that after I launch, I'll get clients regularly each month. So that has been my way of, you know, seeing clients and really actually turning Thursday for Art into an online business. So in hindsight, I see that all the targeted intentional content that I have been creating during that time of transition from freelance to full-time business really helped me gather an audience for myself. With all that content out there, as I said, it really created my online presence and uh, it helped me to gather people to me 
to have a community of people, right? And so when you have that audience, you can make an offer to that people, and people will take you up for it. So you know, first and foremost, it's really important to build an audience.、Um, if you are thinking of having an online business, you know, it's so important to have the right audience. So I don't mean like you need to have like one million followers or even hundred k followers or even ten k followers or maybe thousand followers. You don't even need to have that. I'm talking about you need to have. The right people. So no matter how many there are in your audience, it matters that those people love what you share, they love what you do, and are aligned with what you do and are loyal to you. So in order to build this audience and have this online presence, which is the You know, foundation of my business, the basis of my business. I had to make sure to clarify, to identify, or have these three things in place for my business. So this is a really important thing that you want to really listen to for those of you who are wanting to start your own business. So these are the three things that you might need to figure out and have in place to really let your online business. Uh, thrive and and launch and start and be successful. So the first thing is to have an ideal client. So this means that you know exactly who you are here to serve, in terms of demographics, and in terms of the things that they are struggling with, the issues. Okay,、um, so you need to know who you're serving. And second, you would need to know your offering, right? What is your service that you are providing to that ideal client? So,、um, I think that a lot of us,、um, art therapists and creative healers, a lot of us think that we are trained in a wide variety of things, and we are trained to see a lot of people and different types of issues, things like that. Um, of course, that's our training and background, right? But offering general sessions, like offering maybe "quote unquote" art therapy sessions,、uh, is not really the best way to ensure that you will get clients. So when I say figure out your offering, this means that you want to figure out your specific and unique and enticing offering or service that you can provide for. That specific ideal client, so this won't be really general, right?、Uh, if I could give you a little bit of example, it's like a general offering would be like、uh, you're offering an art class, right? Like if you're an artist or art teacher, a general service would be like offering an art class. It could be art class, right?、Uh, but If you are strategic and if you are in very intentional about the way you marketed things and it really planned out to create a thriving online business, then that same artist could be offering, let's say, hand-fired pottery class for beginners. Right. So you have the offer of quote-unquote art class, and then you have the offer of hand-fired. Pottery class for beginners. 
what would you say is more enticing for people? A, the art class, or B, the hand-fired pottery class for beginners? Kind of think about that, right? I think I will go for the hand-fired pottery class. I think a lot of you <laughs> will say that's more enticing than quote-unquote art class, right? You don't know as a potential client, student, customer, I don't know what a general art class is really about. It's a little bit kind of vague and confusing for people, especially if they are like beginners and they don't know what that is like, right? Um, so having a very specific offering or service can be very helpful uh, when you do start your online business and it kind of really helps you to make sure that you will get clients. Um, I can talk more about how like being specific is more marketable and it's, it's actually um, better for you as the service provider too in the future. But let's just put it this way for this episode. You want to identify your specific offering. Okay, so that was point two. And the third point, uh, which is the last point, is actually identifying and having a marketing strategy, right? I think that uh, a lot of people who do start their online business, um, and also when I really look back on myself, when I started those blogs, right? And I and they flopped and failed. Like, I didn't really have a marketing strategy back then um, when I compared it to how I actually launched Thirsty for Art. Uh, when I did Thirsty for Art, I realized that I needed a marketing strategy. Actually, Thirsty for Art just started out as a marketing strategy to, uh, um, because it was a YouTube channel in the beginning. And I believe that YouTube could be my main marketing strategy. Um, anyway, that's I know that's a lot of details that I could go into, but We'll save that for later. But having a marketing strategy is um, is so important. Uh, it's a big part of your business, right? It's great that you know your client and your offering, the two points that I discussed uh, previously. But if you don't know how to actually market your services, market yourself, your brand, you won't actually get clients, right? And which means that you won't actually have a profitable business. So so what you do is not really a business. <laughs> um, so that's why you want to have a clear idea of how to actually promote and sell your services and products and also make them more known and recognized by people, right? There's a whole science and art behind figuring this out. Um, but when you do figure this out, you could have a lot of reliability and predictability in your business in terms of getting clients and income. And I think that a lot of people think, you know, having a business is really compared to a nine to five uh, job where you're employed is unreliable or is somehow like uh, not as dependable or predictable as a nine to five job. But that's only the case if you don't have a solid marketing strategy and, and a solid way to get clients, right? If you do have a solid method and strategy for marketing and getting clients, then you'll be able to really rely on your business 
uh, in terms of income, and also predict your income as well for the future, right? Um, so I think that just having a business does not mean that your your income will be unreliable or not predictable. Um, that's only the case if you do not have a solid marketing strategy, right? If you do not have a solid method for you to get clients consistently. So when you also have a marketing strategy, you will know exactly what to say to your audience, to the people who are online seeing your work. Uh, you'll know what to share in terms of content. Uh, so this is really... Marketing strategy is a really big thing, and I think that it's something that's kind of missing, um, often missing when we start out our business. We feel like, okay, let's have a website, let's have this, a social media account, but then what is our marketing strategy, right? How are we going to get known? How are we going to reach people, right? And so when I figured out my marketing strategy and also identified my ideal client and also my offering, my specific and enticing offering, then really my business was just able to be a real business, right? Be a profitable business, be a reliable business, um, where I get clients, where I can really do sessions, services, and really make it a you know full-time income producing thing for me. And so those three are what I would recommend um, for you in, in terms of um, taking steps to actually start your own online art therapy business. Ideal client, offering, and then marketing strategy. So I hope that this was helpful in in some ways, especially for those of you who are thinking of um, starting your own online art therapy business or who have started and you're feeling kind of overwhelmed or confused about how to do things and how to go about taking all those steps to actually have a profitable business. Um, so if you have any questions for me, feel free to reach out to me by email, hello at thirstyforart.com. Um, I am also on Instagram. My handle is thirstyforartofficial. And also, uh, if you enjoyed this episode and also if you enjoyed, um, my other episodes as well, I would love to hear from you in terms of how you feel about this and see your review on my podcast on iTunes. So if you can leave a review on iTunes, that will be wonderful. And I would be uh, so thrilled to hear what you think about this podcast. So thanks so much for listening. Hope this was helpful. I will catch you in the next episode. Bye, guys. Bye.